All right, I will say good morning, good morning. Let us begin. What we're actually going to do is, instead of I had some technical issues with the recording for, for yesterday's share, so we're just going to do it together this morning. So we're going to pick up where we left off with on Tuesday. And Amir Hashem, the truth is we're going to see that Friday, Sunday, Monday are all shorter pieces. So Amir Hashem will pick up some, some pace there. So we'll say, so we left off, Klalo Sheldavar, the general rule. When it comes ultimately again to the Midah of Kiddusha, in Yina Kiddusha, what is the essence of Kiddusha? Shia Adam Dave Kolkach Belokov, We'll say, what is Kiddusha in its, in its essence? Kiddusha in its essence is that a person clings to HaKadosh Baruch Hu to such a degree that no matter what he is doing, he does not disengage from Hashem. So in other words, it's such a beautiful definition. The Ramchal says the definition of Kiddusha is a constant intertwining, a constant connection with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That no matter what he is doing, no matter what he's doing, he's connected. And I will say what the Ramchal is highlighting over here is probably one of the greatest challenges we have in our relationship with Hashem, which is that sometimes we're in the relationship and sometimes we're out of the relationship. So for example, when I'm davening, I'm in. When I'm learning, I'm in. But when I'm at work, am I in? In, you know, in, in downtime, am I in? And this is the great struggle. This is the, we, we all have this. There are times I'm engaged, there are times I'm disengaged. What it means to live a life of Kiddusha means it means to live a life of constant and consistent engagement. He goes on, he says, Therefore, no matter what I'm doing, I will not separate, I will not move away from HaKadosh Baruch Therefore, as a result of that constant engagement, even when I am involved in physical material things, those physical material things are lifted up as opposed to me being brought down during my engagement. I will say it's such a, it's such a good working definition of Kiddusha, right? Because remember, Kiddusha is one of those ambig- sometimes ambiguous, elusive words where if somebody asks you, do you want Kiddusha? The answer is, of course, I'll take two. You know, of, of, of course I want Kiddusha. What, 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 so what does that mean? What, what, is, what does that mean to have a life or to live a life or to actualize an identity of holiness? So I will say, so remember again, Ultimately, that, that will probably mean different things to different people. But Lamaisa, but Lamaisa, Udran Chal gives us a fantastic definition of constant and consistent engagement. Obviously, and it's incredible, as we get to the end of the Sefer, we kind of see how the loop is closing. Because Udran Chal says, what does this require? It requires constant God awareness. A constant sense of God awareness. Obviously, the only way to go ahead and have this level of connection is to maintain a certain sense of ongoing awareness. Right? If a person doesn't have that awareness, then Lamaisa, again, Lamaisa, they can't have that sense of connection. And we've already said before. Remember, remember again, how did we begin this chapter? We began this chapter by saying that Kiddusha is one of those things that you cannot acquire by yourself. 
Remember, at the beginning of the chapter, I put in my effort, and then ultimately, again, my efforts are blessed by HaKadosh Baruch now here's where it comes. Here, here's where the difficult part of Mesilas Hisharim comes. Remember what I told you at the beginning of this Sefer? That this entire process is like a ladder. It's step after step. So I will say, part of the challenge we have in learning Mesilas Hisharim is, it's great, I love this, I love this, I love this. What I don't realize is, it's a cumulative process. In other words, there is no kidusha without first the acquisition of the previous steps. That's the whole chap over here. Kidusha only works, Ramchal says, if you have everything from Zihirus until Yirasachet. Bizos Yavo Kodesh With this, you'll come to Kodesh, you'll come to Kidusha, and you'll be Masiach. And I will say, we really don't like to hear this. This is, not, this is like the one line, like, I've loved everything up until this point. This is the part I don't like, because that's really hard. But I will say, if you think about it, it's no different than anything in life. Most of you know, it's interesting. I find, I, I feel like such an old man when I say this, but I, I find that one of the greatest challenges with young people today is they want success immediately, and they're unwilling to go through the steps in order to get there. In other words, I want to be the CEO. That's what I want, right? What's my, I want to be the CEO. That's great. America should be the CEO. But you realize like the CEO didn't start as the CEO, right? Sometimes the CEO starts in the mailroom and he goes and he makes his way up and he works hard. So everyone wants the success, but no one really wants the effort associated with it. The truth is that's always been part of the human condition, but it feels like it's much more pronounced contemporarily. In any event, Zerem Chal says the same thing happens with, with Kedusha. Right? We all, everyone wants Kedusha. It's beautiful. The problem is, not the problem, the reality is Kedusha doesn't start in Perak Chavav of Kedusha. Kedusha starts in Perak Aleph of Zihiros. So now ultimately, again, once I go through these steps one after the other, and sequentially, I build these midos up one after the other, then I can get to Kiddusha. He goes on, he says, We'll say it's such an SRI piece for us to say, because if I'm missing the earlier steps, It's a pretty strong, it's a pretty strong wording over here. He says, one is like a zar, a non-kohen, or a balmum. So we'll say, imagine for a moment, a person who's a non-kohen, or a person who has a mum, shows up at the base of Mikdosh, and wants to do the avoda. As the lady wants to do the avoda. We say, beautiful, we so appreciate your desire, your want, right? We so appreciate, again, your, your excitement. There's only one problem, right? You don't possess the requisite qualities. So I will say, so again, the person could want it as badly as they don't possess the requisite qualities, they can't get in. He goes on, he says, However, after I go through all of the previous steps, in other words, everything from Zihiros up until Yirasachet, in Yarba Ledabik Betokef Ha'ava Va'otzim Ha'ira, Baskalas Kidulosi Yisbrach Va'otzim Musa, then, we'll say, if I go through all the previous steps, and then I go ahead and attach myself with incredible love, and incredible Yira, and a constant God awareness, Yafrit Atzom Enyane Ha'chomer Ma'at Ma'at, I'll pull myself away from the physical or from the material world a little bit at a time. And let's remember again, when we saw that statement, pull myself away from the material world, remember again, the whole chap of Kiddusha, remember Tara, remember the distinction that I made a few days ago between Kiddusha and Tara? 
Tahara, Tahara is a pulling away from the world in an effort to actualize one's spiritual identity. Kiddusha is the recognition that I could take everything in my life and lift it up and use it as a form of service of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But nevertheless, the result of Kiddusha, I will say, is what? This is fascinating. The result of Kiddusha is you want to pull away from some of the unnecessary material things in life. That's the result of Kiddusha. The result of Kiddusha is there are things that help advance my life agenda and things which detract from my life agenda. When a person reaches level of Kiddusha, he realizes that there are things in the material world that I just, I don't need. I don't need because they just don't help me. So therefore, by definition, I just want to unload it in order to be better equipped to accomplish. And I was saying, I reached this level. I reached this level where my actions and my kavanos all ultimately again are all directed to this desire to attach to the Ribbono Shalom. Ad. So remember again, this is all this is all my hishtagos. This is all my effort. After I do all these things. And I will say, I just want to point out, if we're if we're reading this now, we're learning this now, and a person says, Oh, I'm not I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. I will say, that's okay, because remember, this is the end of the safer. Right? I just want to point out. This is the end. So, so Kiddusha, right? Kiddusha is the final rung. So, of course, I'm not here yet. I say, this, 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 is what, this is what I'm going to work my whole life to get to. But the incredible thing is, perhaps for the first time in my life, I actually have clarity as to what I'm working towards. That's the goal. And I was about to say, the goal has never been that I open this safe rough and I say, oh, no, yeah, I'm here. I'm like, this is, I'm so happy I learned this because I was wondering where I was holding in life and now I discovered I'm actually holding right here in Parak Chavav and Mesilas Yishalim. I was saying, no one's holding in Parak Chavav and Mesilas but that's okay. That's okay. I, I, I know now what I'm striving towards. Now, once I finish all of this, all of this means I've started at Zihiros and I'm up to everything that Ramchal has got that putting in my effort for, for Kiddusha. Then HaKadosh Baruch Hu puts in, so to speak, his reciprocal effort. Then HaKadosh Baruch Hu chooses to rest his Shechina upon me. And when HaKadosh Baruch Hu chooses to rest his Kiddusha upon me, I'm Amish, I'm elevated to the level of like a Malach. Now, not, not literally, but figuratively. And once HaKadosh Baruch Hu puts in his reciprocal investment, and ultimately, again, lifts me up, right, showers his kiddusha upon me, I mamish become like a malach. To the point, Rabbi Osai, that everything I do physically, right, all of my material endeavors as well, are lifted up with incredible holiness. Rabbi over here discusses again, how does one acquire this midah? Rov ha-prisha. So I'll say Rov ha-prisha means separating myself from the things that are holding me back. So I'll say, second, second, a contemplation of HaKadosh Baruch Thinking about God. Cogitating, cogitation about HaKadosh Baruch Hu. A recognition of the greatness of Hashem. Until a person feels a sense, until a person clings to HaKadosh Baruch I will say, this is so interesting, because one of the things that Ramchal highlights, and he's spoken about this a couple of times throughout the, throughout the Sefer, is 
the need to think about HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Right? So if you think about it, how much, if you think about it, right, how much do we think about Hashem? I dive into Hashem, right? I ask Hashem for things. I apologize to Hashem if I've done something wrong. But Lamai said, just the contemplation of the awesomeness of God. Do we do that? I think most times we don't really do that. We, we kind of have a utilitarian relationship with Hashem. In other words, I ask for stuff. I apologize for stuff. That's pretty much how it works. But there's a concept that says, if you want Kiddusha, just the contemplation of Hashem, thinking about the awesomeness of Hashem, is so incredibly important as well. And why is this important? Because ultimately, again, when I do engage in the material world, which of course we all have to, we all have to, I go ahead and I think about the Ribbono Shal Olam in all of this, right? I think about Hashem when I'm using the material world. Same way when a coin used to shech the carbon. So we'll say shechita is a very physical act. But when the, when the Kohen would shech the carbon, what would he be thinking about? HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So too, again, that becomes a model, says Zeranchal. When you're engaging in something physical, contemplation or thought about Hashem. Here's the chap, he says, Do I think about Hashem when I engage in material things? So thinking about Hashem during the engagement of the material is a step towards Kiddusha. Because we'll say, remember, the same way in the coin shechts the carbon. Shechting, very physical. Thinking about Hashem elevates the physical piece into something spiritual. When a person somehow brings HaKadosh Baruch Hu, thinks about Hashem, contemplates how this physical thing is to be used in the service of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, suddenly it lifts everything up. Another piece that we've said many times. What, what helps? What helps ultimately again in this process? What helps in this process of Kiddusha? What helps in this process of thinking about HaKadosh Baruch Hu, even during the material? Is His Bodidus and Prisha, which makes sense. Because remember again, His Bodidus means being alone with oneself. Prisha, which means a separation of oneself. I will say ultimately again, so remember, if the whole goal over here is, is think, is, let me just go take one step back, then we really have to stop. So, so again, if we take this one step back, so remember again, the Ramchal just said, part of what I need to do in order to elevate the material is to think about God. To think about God even when I'm utilizing the material. Well, the process of conditioning myself to think about God is in and of itself a process. Now, we'll say, okay, so today I'm starting to think about God. Right? Great. How is that going to work? He'll say, the, the concept of thinking about HaKadosh Baruch Hu is a byproduct of his bodidus and prisha. His bodidus means, again, taking time with oneself. Prisha means a separating myself from certain things that are unnecessary. Because will say, sometimes when I take time to think about something and I separate myself from the things which are not really beneficial for my life agenda, that's when I carve out the time to think about Hashem. And when I carve out the time, even just a few moments every single day, 
to think, literally, just to think about what he's asked. What am I supposed to think about? So what are you supposed to think about? Hashem, the greatness of Hashem, the awesomeness of Hashem, Hakadosh Baruch Hu's creative prowess, His role in my life. Not something I need, not something I want, not something I'm apologizing for, because that's thinking about me. That's thinking about me. This is thinking about Hashem and just His awesomeness. When I begin to go ahead and even carve out just a few moments about that, I will say then what that does is that brings Hashem into my life. When I bring Hashem into my life, then that enables me during those moments when I'm engaged in the material world to bring Him into those endeavors as well, which then by definition allows me to lift up everything that is material as well. But that requires, again, His bodidus, just a few moments. Number one, every single day to just think about Hashem and prisha, a recognition that there are certain things in this world, certain material things, that represents a heightened level of excess that I just need to separate myself from. Those are the things I don't need because they distract me and derail me too much. We'll, also, we'll stop over here for today. Merit Hashem will pick up tomorrow with the things which detract from the Midah of Kedusha. Shkoyach. <laughs>